Hello and welcome to Gifts of the Weird. We are on week two of Hashtag Norsevember and joining me is Alex from Spells and Spaceships blog. Now, if you haven't heard uh, about Norsevember or you don't know who this guy Alex is, listen to the previous episode because uh, he talked a lot about what Norsevember is and how it came about. And we can uh, talk a lot of, uh, you'll get to hear a really nice conversation about that. And if you're joining for the first time on week two, why don't you go back and check out all those cool things on week one and catch up because uh, it's a really a lot of fun and we're having a great time. Um, Alex started Norsevember to explore the world of Norse and Viking era history, culture, and mythology. And we're having a lot of fun with Norsevember on week two. Alex, welcome back. Hi, hello. Hey, so we had a lot of fun on our last episode, talked about week one and some of the cool things happening. And uh, I know that you're just excited about how uh, things are going right now. And uh, we're back to week two of Norsevember, and this is the Culture Week. So what's happening with Culture Week? What's going on this week with Norsevember? So this is um, a sort of week that maybe people would be traditionally less excited by um, because it's not all the Vikings in the longships and the battles. It's not the <laughs> mythology in Thor or his hammer. There's a lot of subtle um, things to love with um, Norse culture, and I think it's probably the less known about um, aspect of the month. Um, so there's some really interesting posts coming up. Um, there's a post written by um, Stephen from, from um, Fjorns Hall. Um, about ordinary objects in the sagas. So you might think from the title, oh, that sounds like it might be dull, ordinary objects. It's actually a brilliant post. Um, I'm convinced everyone will love it. Um, I mean, there's Viking breweries from around the world, which I know a lot of people will be interested in, finding the closest one. I've written a post myself about um, the way that the Vikings have affected um, the English language um, and when they've invaded Britain, how how They've left their lasting mark. Um, so there's a lot of things that people won't know about that I think are really interesting. Um, so, for example, we get the words they, them, their, and are all from the Vikings. Um, interesting. So you imagine English language without those those words in. It might be difficult to speak. Any word beginning with SK or SC, pretty much every single one comes from um, the Vikings. So skill, skim, skin. Of course, skull, um, scalp, scare, all those sort of words, they all come from Norse. There's a lot of things to learn about just from language alone about the impact that they've left. And it might surprise people. It might be people's favorite week, week two. Well, looking at what you have going on there, I think it's going to be really interesting because, yeah, you get into the background of how the people lived and just like, yeah, speaking learning some of the words and where they come from oh no that sounds really interesting i think it's going to be cool wow what a great experience <laughs> yeah i'm really excited to share it um it's, yeah it's probably my my favorite week um in terms of the, the things that we've got um i've got a really nice post as well and um, i've asked quite a few people involved in the community um people who were involved last year um, a few people who follow the heathen faith a few people who a more uh, history, um, more interested in history. Basically, the whole list of people are just passionate about all things Norse. And I've asked them to give me a sentence up to a paragraph, um, what it means to them, why why they love it, and what it is that shouts out to them about it. Um, so I've probably got about 20 people on a post um, just list, uh, listing why 
means a lot to them and there's so many different reasons and like touching examples or things that you wouldn't expect and uh, I'm quite excited to share that one and that's on week two um, for the culture week too. One of the one of the cool things about having a culture week like this is um, uh, we have a lot of living history groups. Um, uh, some of them are in the um, societies for creative anachronisms, the SCA. Some are in other guilds and groups, and they are uh, and some and they and they vary from accuracy to uh, completely hand sewing and weaving garments themselves. And uh, I was in a, still I'm in a living history group, the Guardians of Midgard, and we go to like the Renaissance Fair and a couple of other events that uh, we get to set up our tents, uh, don our clothes and, and hand stitch our clothing. And you get to see a lot of the the cultural part through that so this is really good stuff because like you said people didn't just live on ships and go and raid monasteries in you know in foreign lands yeah for silver i mean there is a lot of the settlements and and the farming and the trading and doing all of those normal things that a lot of us do today and so this is great to learn these things especially when we have the finds like when they do some archaeological digs and they find a place and they can find some of these ordinary objects or they find a grave with these like a comb and an ordinary object that way how did they you know use them and what was it like and it's just a nice slice of life exactly because the simplest find or a boring find to some people because a lot of people might just say oh i want to find axes and swords and death and people with the hedge chopped off and all this evidence and everything but what it means to historians and archaeologists a lot of the time they want to find a comb or a pot or something that seems so simple because they might not have found anything like that before and it tells you about how they lived um there's a lot of things we know about the way vikings thought and um, fought sorry um but there's a surprising lack of evidence about how they lived and the way that they thought they didn't keep many records, um, so a lot of the information we have is from a later period. So these sort of finds that are maybe boring to some people are actually so interesting when you actually um, take a look at history and everything. Um, so, yeah, totally, I agree. Yeah, you know, the Viking Museum in um, Heidebu in northern Germany really is amazing. They have a, they have a long ship or the remains of a ship in there. And then they had some clothing and jewelry and um, glasses and cups and things just from like normal living and stuff. Very, very interesting to walk through that museum and see all of those things Uh, because it helps you visualize what people, how they lived and what they did. So, yeah, what a great week. This sounds like a really fun week, too. Alex. Thanks for joining me again for week two of Norsevember. And I'm hoping that everyone is going to keep hashtagging Norsevember on their feeds. And don't forget, um, there's a lot of badges to still earn. And uh, they may not be directly related to this week, but um, keep reading those those sagas and reading those books and things because uh, those badges, they're going to look mighty pretty. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I hope everyone carries on um, using the Norsevember hashtag because... That's how I find a lot of things to share. Um, so even if you don't want to follow me and share things with me directly, if you use the hashtag, I'll find it and I'll be able to share it to a lot of people who are interested in the month.
um, and add it to the Norse Vember Hub um, for people in the future to look back on and then find information on. Um, so definitely use that hashtag. Um, and I'm hoping everyone gets involved in the badges because absolutely, really, yeah. um, it shouldn't it shouldn't be too difficult to get them um, if you've got the whole month. Hopefully, oh, you're on your blog. There's a section for the Norse Norse Vember badge collection. It tells all of the instructions on how to earn them. They're not, and Absolutely. it's not that hard. They should be done in Norsevember, right? I mean, for instance, I've read a saga before, so that shouldn't count if I'm going to say, yeah, I read one last month, so that counts, right? Yeah, you should you should do it during the month, really, even if it's right a reread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if they don't, uh, that's up to them. But anyway, hey, hey, thanks so much, Alex, for joining me for week two. And everyone else, follow the hashtags, because that's how you're going to get notified about what's going on and who's posting and you can follow into some really incredible books some incredible authors some incredible blogs as well as spells and spaceships so all of those links will be in the notes for this and the previous episodes go back and listen to the previous episode and uh, for week one and uh, if you haven't already heard it and uh, we'll see you next week alex thanks again thank you very much my pleasure Thank you for listening. Please have a look at the show notes for links and, well, notes. Podcast is available from Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and other podcast catchers. Feedback and reviews are greatly appreciated. Please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at at weirdgifts1 and on Facebook at at gifts and email me at giftsoftheweird.com. Thanks and have a great day. Där vifter ei vind, og der er intet seil. Der glimter ei stjerner i sjøens bein. Men der driver lig mot stranden.